My experience in the industry spans the last 15 years, and I've had the pleasure of working with some of the most talented people in the business. My experience in the industry has covered every aspect of call center operations, from being a part-time telesalesperson to training and recruiting call center staff. Sadly, telemarketing has been branded as the worst of all jobs, but I'll explain that in a later chapter. Telemarketing is the backbone of every business, whether you are a startup or a Fortune 500 company. My career in telemarketing happened quite by accident. It was 1994, and at the time I was living in a suburb of Brisbane, Australia. In 1994, I had just come out of the nursing industry, and I wanted a change of direction. So, when I was offered a part-time position at a finance company, my feelings on the new job were mixed as my understanding of the industry was naive at best. In mid-1994, I started working for an insurance company that specialized in a variety of policies, but none so much as popular as their education savings plan and their funeral plans. My job was to call a list of potential prospects and set an appointment for one of the many sales agents to give an obligation-free consultation. Of course, that was a lot easier than it sounded. But at the time, I did think it would be an easy task. Not so, as I found out. I worked for that small insurance firm for some months, starting on a part-time basis and then working full-time. In the time I worked there, I successfully managed to keep seven sales agents fully booked five days a week. On any given week, I was booking 60 to 100 appointments a week, every week. Cold calling was never easy especially calling residential listings. But I liked the job and I got to meet a variety of people, even if it meant that I was meeting them just over the phone. One of the first lessons I learned early was don't sound like a telemarketer. Sure, it can be easy to read a script, and even these days I hear it so often from telemarketers. They sit and read a script to the prospect and read it verbatim and sound like a robot. No wonder prospects tell them no. I will explain more about this topic in another chapter and how you can overcome the common mistake of sounding robotic. Another point that is important to remember is the art of dealing with rejection. Rejection is not an easy thing to overcome as no one likes to be rejected whether it is in work, pleasure, or otherwise. But as I learned and you should learn, when a prospect says no, that is not giving you a rejection. They're rejecting the proposal or offer presented, and naturally, just because the prospect says no now, does not mean they will have the same mindset in three weeks or three months from now. In most cases, a prospect will say no because it does not fit their current methodologies, their budget, or they simply do not have the genuine time to look at what is being offered. If you run a business, you'll know what I'm talking about. I will explain more about this topic in the chapter, The Art of Dealing with Rejection. I can remember the days before the internet became popular. Now, for you ex-geners, this may seem like a hard concept to grasp, but when I started out in the telemarketing, the thought of using an online CRM or Googling a company was about as remote as home computers were back in the 1970s. Back in the early 90s, unless a business had their own data, it was commonplace for data companies to sell such lists of residential and business listings. Quite often that data would be incorrect, as it was gathered by using the current records from the yellow and white pages. 
Many business owners I worked with in the early days purchased lists from companies such as Ozon Desk. As far as I recall, that was one of the most reliable sources in Australia to purchase from. Times have certainly changed since those early days. Welcome 21st Century Technology. Today, even though there are reputable companies on the Internet such as InfoUSA and Hoover's, where you can purchase the most up-to-date records of companies, still many small businesses will opt to search through their local yellow pages, either online or book, for prospects in their regional area. Data, accurate data, is the essential foundation of a thriving business. It is a means to introduce your product or service to other business people in your community, and unless you are a well-known corporation, if you own a business in the average city of more than 100,000 people, it is unlikely that prospects will even know you exist. So what does work in today's ever-changing...